Hello and welcome to the Zen State of Mind podcast, where we learn about Zen, spirituality, wellness, and everything else in between. I'm one of your hosts, Tamara, your meditation, spiritual guide, and purpose mentor, bringing this podcast to you with co-host Anita. That's me. I'm Anita. I am a Reiki master, a access bars practitioner, your helper in healing, and I'm here to ask the questions that you guys would like to ask Tamara about certain topics that we're going to discuss on this podcast. So... Amazing. And what what topic or what question do you have today for me, Anita? So something that I'm really interested in learning more about is chakras. So let's start with the basic of, well, I guess it sounds basic, but what what is a chakra? Yes, um, chakras are definitely not basic. <laughs> they are a part of our energy system. So we have, um, I guess, coming back to the basics of chakras, we have seven main chakras in our energetic system. They lie, they do lie within the energetics of the physical body. So they're in the physical body. However, they sit on that energetic plane within ourselves. So they do. Um, govern the physical and the non-physical aspects of our being. Even though we have seven main chakras, there are many, many more, which we won't go into today. That will be for other podcast episodes. Um, But it is interesting to note that there are a lot of chakras, like so many chakras within our body. The seven main chakras were first discovered um, in our Hindu culture uh, for yoga, essentially. So they were first discovered in um, the Unipani which are an ancient or Sanskrit text um, and they use that for um, enlightenment, um, for their yoga, yoga asana, asana just means movement, so their yoga movement, yoga poses and they use, use the poses of yoga to really harness the energy of each chakra and to keep them aligned. So the word chakra relates to or translates to spinning wheel of energy. So if you can visualize, we have seven chakras and they are down the center of our body and they are spinning wheels of energy. And each chakra is governed by its own, I guess, placement in the body, our own um, characteristics, color, vibration, even sound frequency as well, which is super cool. And to begin with, uh, we start with our base chakra. Base chakra. Yeah. So base, would that be at my feet? No, that's our base <laughs> chakra. No, that's a great. We do have a chakra at our feet, which we won't talk about no, today. That's but not part of the seven. Yeah. No, that's not part of the seven. Our base chakra or root chakra is actually located at the base of our spine. Perfect. Yes. So our base chakra is really to do with our stability or our survival center. It can also act um, as our fight flight response in the body as well. So it governs that part of our, our body. It also just discovers part of our childhood as well. So our base chakra is for our fight flight response and the survival center essentially of our being. And we have our second chakra, which is our sacral chakra. That's located at our belly or belly button. Um, It's often depicted with the color orange. And our sacral chakra is to do with our sexuality. So our sensual side to ourself, 
um, can also represent our passion, our purpose, our drive as well and determination uh, within that within that chakra. And then we have our solar plexus chakra, which is located at the sternum. So our sternum is where our rib cage essentially meets in the middle. Um, that part there where that hollow sort of space is, that is our solar plexus chakra. So our solar plexus represents the color yellow and is for our confidence, our self-esteem, our willpower. It's almost like the power center of our chakra system and quite an important chakra. Yeah, mm. yeah definitely. And our heart space, uh, our heart chakra is at the heart space, obviously, and that is to do with our love. So love, also giving, receiving love, that unconditional love, self-care, joy, happiness, um, sadness as well. So it allows us to feel the the polarity of, of emotions. So good emotions, happy, joy, and obviously the not so great emotions, sometimes like grief or sadness or hurt or heartache as yeah. well. So up from heart, we go... We go through our throat chakra. Yeah. Yeah, so the centre of our throat is to do with our communication, uh, communication and expression as well. Also, creativity can happen in a throat chakra. That is depicted with a blue colour. Yep. So some t- some people say this is more of a turquoise kind of blue or a light blue or a baby blue. Uh, so any of those light colour, like blue colours, are represented at the throat. Yeah, beautiful. And then we have our third eye chakra, which is located in the center of our forehead. So the third eye is almost the gateway to our inner vision or our intuition as well. So the gateway to our mind's eye um, also governs the psychic sense of clairvoyance. So it brings the intuition, that inner seeing, the inner mind's eye, and is depicted with the color indigo. So it's almost like a match between um, purple and blue. It's a like deep yeah. kind of purpley blue color. It's a beautiful quite color Perfect. color there. So that's our last one. Yeah, our last one is the very top of our head. So it's still obviously in our body. So yeah. none of these chakras are out of our body. We have the crown chakra, which is located at the very, very top of our head on our skull. And that is a violet or a purple color depicted as. And that is our knowing. So similar to our intuition of the third eye, but we have more of that knowing sense, that wisdom. The wisdom comes in on the, the crown chakra there. Cool. So how can we tell, so when people say, oh, I feel like like my chakras are blocked or, or things like that, how do we know? How can you tell if you've got a blocked chakra? Often you have different symptoms. So I'll have clients come to me saying, oh, I feel, I don't feel very confident or I haven't really been practicing self-care lately. I've been had, had lack of self-worth. So from just from them chatting to me, yeah. I can see or sense what chakras are, are blocked. So our confidence, again, that's our solar plexus. Any self-worth issues or self-love, that might be heart chakra or it might be our sacral chakra, for example. And can we feel chakras? Yes, you can. Yeah. So our chakras are obviously energy centers in our body and we can feel. So if we hover our hands, so fun fact, we actually have chakras in our hands as well. So if we hover our hands over our energy centers or main energy centers of the body, we can feel almost the chakras energy. So the chakras energy will feel like a spinning because it is a spinning bowl or a disc um, or wheel of energy. So you might feel like a slow spin. You may feel some heat, some warmth, some tingling, or you may actually feel some coolness. And if you do feel coolness, then that is indicates a blockage um, or, or stagnant energy within our chakra. 
That's interesting. Now, when you say, I was saying before, um, how can I tell if my chakras are blocked? You know, if you've got like, um, say, a sore throat or something like that, is that does it give us actual physical elements of like pains and things like that as well? Yes, it can. Yes. Yeah. So sore throat is one of the main main ones that we can feel. Yeah. Um, stomach aches as well, any yeah. stomach aches, things like that. So and headaches. If you're if you're you know crown chakra or your third eye are out of balance, you will get headaches or even eye strain. So that can be quite a big one for our third eye, eye strain, yeah. headaches for our crown chakra, and then sore throats for for our throat. Not, not speaking up and things like yeah, that. Yeah, not well. speaking the truth or even words that you've held back. So if you've had an argument with someone or you need to talk to someone but you, you don't and, you, you know, you, you're resisting to talking to them but you have to have that awkward conversation, yeah. that's those unsaid words that are blocking up your throat chakra and often it can come out in terms of sore throats. Yeah, it's interesting how it comes to a physical point as well. Yes, yeah. really, really interesting. Um, how can I unblock a blocked chakra. So does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so with our chakras, I just want to clarify something. So when we say blocked, so blocked is a very interesting word. Yeah. Not like a block drain, nothing can go through, right? Yeah. Yeah. So blocked for me is more like stagnant. Okay, yeah. so stagnant. So the energy isn't spinning because we need our chakras to be spinning or free flowing to create that optimal energy for us to really live and be in alignment uh, physiologically and, and spiritually and, and mentally, emotionally as well. So when we have the blockedness, um, a chakra can't really be blocked. Yeah. So if it's blocked, it, that, for me, that's like, okay, there's no movement at all. Yeah. And that can't happen. Okay. So just note that that can't happen. You cannot have a fully blocked chakra because if you did, you wouldn't be alive, okay. all right? I was actually like, yeah. Movement. Does that mean? Yes. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't be alive. So your chakras will be spinning ever so slightly. So they're obviously not optimal when they are stagnant. Yeah. Um, so having having that energy, yeah, free-flowing is going to be the best for you. Okay, excellent. Yeah. So can I fix that myself or do I need to see somebody to, you know, align myself again and get my chakras spinning or is it something that we can do ourselves even if we're not? A practitioner of anything. Yeah, so there are a couple of things that you can do for your own self yeah. to, to help to maintain. Sometimes our chakras are so filled with, you know, gunk or energy that have impacted us from maybe trauma or, or just years of, of, of them not being balanced. And that is when we have to see a practitioner. But some things that we can do for ourselves is um, you can practice or uh, practice meditation, uh, have some chakra or visualize a chakra spinning within meditation, uh, listening to particular frequency music, which helps to align certain chakras as well, wearing colors. So yeah. if you feel like your heart chakra is blocked, you might want to wear green or you might want to wear pink as well. That also represents the heart chakra and crystals as well. So we have crystals that are associated with our chakras. So wearing a piece of jewelry, it might it doesn't have to be on that chakra. It could be just a necklace or or a bracelet or something like that can help um line your chakras yourself which is simple and easy which is really interesting because i was at um at a fair the other day and i was talking to this lady who was selling crystals and she was talking about all these crystals that she was wearing and she said that um she was wearing a green crystal mm-hmm. by her heart she goes i just kept crying all day i had to get oh, <laughs> to take it love. off it's like she goes oh i didn't realize i'm thinking oh that that's so interesting that yeah it it definitely has a physical effect on us as well so it does definitely yeah. um also i've heard with like 
grounding as well for your root chakra is that if you're feeling off you know out of whack or off balance or anything like that as well so grounding putting your feet in the earth and Definitely, that kind of stuff yes, is probably yeah. beneficial that will also help um we have another chakra down at our feet which we yeah. won't talk about today no. but but um there yes grounding is great so grounding being in your body our chakras love connection so that you know all of our chakras love connection yeah. with body so if you can if you can do some grounding in nature or being in nature nature itself is just going to help align all of your chakras anyway yeah, the sunlight being in the grass being in that fresh air filling the lungs is going to help the, sh- the heart it chakra feels so good like even yeah. though when i was sick even when we had covid it's like i just needed to get outside and get those colors on me yes um from the sun's rays um what about certain foods as well would they help with um you can yes yeah. yeah so different foods um i often associated with that colour. So pineapple, you know, for the for the yellow, for the yep. solar plexus, berries or red berries as well for the base chakra. Um, so, yes, different types of food. And obviously there's so many different types of food with different colours. So it's up to you if you want to go for the fruits or the veggies um, or even make a green smoothie or a red smoothie. It's going to help to balance because you have those nutrients, those antioxidants as well, those vitamins, those minerals, particularly for that chakra. Um, and if we talk about, you know, uh, if you talk about color vibration, mm. those colors that we obviously wear or we eat or the colors of our crystals are going to associate with our chakras and going to help with alignment. Perfect. So obviously you've done some chakra balancing on some clients. Oh, many. Yeah. <laughs> many. Could you talk us through what the process would be just as a, as a quick reference for people? Like, yeah. You know, somebody that thinks, oh, I am feeling a bit off in this certain area or I am getting a lot of stomach upsets and things like that um what would and they're probably too nervous to think what are they going to do to me they're going to they're going to do these weird things to me like I don't want to freak anybody out because it's not a freaky experience but how would you just maybe just address what would be part of a a balancing for a chakra so with my chakra balancing I use a combination of healing techniques so I use a combination of my Reiki my Seishem my Karuna uh, along with my crystals as well and also along with essential oils so I use a combination of that throughout my healing and when a client comes for the first time I generally have a chat with them I you know get them to sort of tell me what's been happening in their life and then just from that general conversation I'll pick up a couple of keywords of how they've been feeling emotionally um if they've been emotionally drained etc then i already know just before they lay on the table yeah. what what chakras are out of balance and because um lucky thing is i get to, i get to see auras as well so um i can see within someone's energy field as well if their chakras are out of balance so when they lay on the table i can already see uh without putting my hands near them at all i can see which chakras are out of balance and often finding um pairs within chakras sometimes we have quite a stagnant or blocked chakra that another one almost needs to be um, opened and aligned before that one can open and align itself as well. So finding these pairs within the body, um, because I can see that within their auric field. Mm -hmm. So then I assess, I go through the body energetically wise, um, hover my hands over the body to see which chakras may be blocked, open, um, do some aura sweeping or a massaging. And because I love my crystals, I then start placing my crystals, um, obviously on around uh, the body, crystal grid formations, etc. And do some beautiful Reiki energy or Karuna healing as well. Quite a blissful experience. It is, it? it is. Do you find that your client leaves 
feeling quite light? What like what's the feedback you've received from clients that you have done a, a balancing on? Yeah, so um, often people, if they're feeling ungrounded, they'll feel a lot more in their body. And then when you're in your body, it's easier to make decisions and just be in control of your life. So almost have gained their control back. Um, often when we have like an imbalance in our crown chakra or even third eye chakra, we can feel sort of a little spacey if they're not aligned properly. So spacey or just thinking too much or even dreaming too much often can happen as well. So when we align the the top part of the chakras, we can feel just more more in control as well with the thoughts and just um, a lot more clarity will come. Sleep will be better. Uh, all, all of that will happen as well. Oh, so it improves sleep, improves the nervous system. It calms, it relaxes, um, less anxiety, less depression as well. Some clients will come with that too. So yeah. Can you overstimulate a chakra? You or overwork it if you're trying to rebalance them. A practitioner shouldn't um, be able to overstimulate a chakra. However, some clients can come with overactive chakras. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So some clients will come with, um, you know, overactive heart chakras. um, If they've been almost given away their love too much or trying to be open to love so much that um, their heart chakra is just blown out you know um for those my clients that that do a lot of spiritual work their crown chakras are often blown out too much and like that's a good thing but then not so great if you're not grounded so Mm -hmm. well what's happening with the root chakra what's happening with the base chakra um and closing that off a little bit will help to stop headaches often clients will come with headaches if they're very spiritually minded their head will hurt they've been having crazy crazy dreams that they can't stop having so closing that down and balancing that level out, um, yeah, will help with those symptoms. That's really cool. That's mm. really interesting. Um, and say I was at home and I I wasn't feeling any of these symptoms of, you know, feeling off balance or anything like that. Um, are there tools that I can use to see if my chakras are spinning or working or the energy is flowing is there any tools that you could recommend yeah so you can use a pendulum so our pendulum is really great tool and easy uh, to use to indicate if a chakra is open or not so if you do have a pendulum at home you can lay down on a on your bed or your couch and just hover your pendulum i'd normally start from the top of the head just because you can see it a little bit easier start with the crown chakra Watch your pendulum move. It might move in circles or swing, um, and that will give an indication if it is open or closed. Often, when our pendulum is like still or it doesn't want to move, that can indicate the blockage. Yeah. So you can start with the crown chakra, work your way down the center of the body, and spend a bit of time, you know, um, looking at those pendulum and uh, looking at your pendulum to see if it does move because it can take a little while to sort of activate within the yeah. chakra, and that can be a quick. Uh, chakra assessment for you if you do then come across those chakras that are blocked you can treat it uh, through the crystals um, or or chakra meditation or sometimes even it's even worthwhile just to do a full chakra balance meditation as well yeah with all seven chakras definitely and are the chakras just where are they located like i know that we're saying you know head crown are they just at the front of our body or do they go all the way through or yeah so they go through our whole our whole body so um if you think about the back of our heart space is the back of the, the upper back so sometimes you might have 
back pain. It might be lower back pain, middle back pain, upper back pain. Yeah. And that's a reflection as well on our chakras. Yeah. So it's so, not always the front. It's not always no. the tummy ache. Because sometimes, yeah, if I've got lower back pain, yeah. that would definitely mean... Yeah, yeah, sacral chakra, depending where how low it is. If, yep. it's, if it is more tailbone, then that is our base chakra or root chakra. Um, so next, you know, can indicate our throat chakra is out as well. We do have a couple of chakras at the back of our body, more in the head. Our head has a lot of other chakras in there. Yeah. So if you are having headaches, it could be one of the many, <laughs> uh, yeah, many <laughs> chakra complexes that we have in the head. Um, but yes, our chakras do go right through our whole body and associate with organs as well. So yeah, yeah organs in the inside of our body. That's interesting, isn't it, really, when you really think about it. So where did the ideas of the colours come from? So why is the, the, the base chakra red and, and, and so forth? And why we've got yellows and... Yeah, well, essentially, it's the it's the colour of the rainbow. And I believe it came from the, the ancient sutras or the ancient scriptures of our um, Sanskrit when the yeah. yogis, you know paired up their, their yoga asanas with, with the colours as well. And with the colours, each... Each uh, chakra is depicted as a lotus flower. So each one has a different varying number of petals, different colour, obviously. And if we have a look on the colour spectrum or the colour wavelength, our base chakra is more of that that lower, um, slower vibration. And as we bring ourselves up or raise up to the crown, purple or violet is on the higher colour spectrum as well. So it's a very high, high frequency. Uh, for example, if you've listened to any sound bowls of um, yes. or sing the singing bowls or crystal singing bowls or Tibetan bowls, you can get uh, certain notes to go with certain chakras and if you've listened to them the lower notes are for the base chakras and the higher or higher pitch notes are for the the higher chakras the crown and the third eye that's interesting because yeah. yes i was listening to one of your bowls uh, a few evenings ago and it was irritating me so <laughs> the base <laughs> chakra. Was a, it was the base chakra i think i'm not probably grounded as much but um yeah i just yeah i i can resonate with that completely because yeah there are particular bowls yeah that i have worked with to help and um, do a balance on people yes, and definitely. even on myself um, and frequencies, which is fantastic. Um, I think that's pretty much yeah. a lot of information to it take in on chakras and um, I'm not sure I have any further questions to go for with that. The idea of a, a balancing just sounds too blissful to pass oh, up. It so is, I and um, I always incorporate sound as well in my in my healings so um, after I've done all the energetics and um, crystals place the crystals I always give a beautiful sound bath at the end of my healing I have my beautiful Native American drum which I use like at the end just to ground you back because sometimes you might feel a little bit oh a bit spacey a bit where where did yeah. I go where did I just go for that yes. hour um, and I bring in the vibration of the the light language as well so I sing with my bowls and my drum and just give you that extra healing too all that so, energy that frequency that whole everything just to get them all back in is, alignment it is it's and so beautiful. if anyone's ever feeling you know that it's they're not feeling right or, you know, something, you know, their throat's hurting a little bit more and just be a bit more mindful of that and look into some self-care and look into some... Yeah, and try some of those simple techniques of aligning your own chakras. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. And if and if not, if you can't do it yourself, then you know where, where we are. Seek us out. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. That's a nice little intro to what we do as well which is yes. really cool so yeah chakras are an important part i think of our healing one element that you really focus on when you've got some when your client's laying there that's definitely the areas that you do focus on 
I think that goes with Reiki, that goes with even with access bars and things like that. Yeah. It's 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 all part of the healing process. So Tamara, thank you for um, educating us and enlightening us about thank you for having me. Um, and what we'll do is our beautiful collective card pool. Let's do a card pool. Ooh. I've gone for the Moonology Manifestation Ooh. Oracle Cards by Yasmin Boland. I do love the moon cards, which is, you know, I'm a cancer, so moon child, let's go crazy. <laughs> I do love that. So we'll just go ahead. They're beautiful. Look at them. Tap away. Oh, oh they are so pretty. So, so pretty. Let's see what we get for the collective, just to see a little message at the end of this podcast. Oh, I haven't used these ones in a while. Let's go with top. Who are we going with? Full moon in Scorpio. Breathe through the tension. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Breathe through the tension. What am I getting from that? See, I'm feeling there's a lot of anger around at the moment. I don't know why I'm getting that because probably I'm feeling not within flow myself. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's there's full moons coming. I think we're having this conversation this evening, like there's full moons coming and things like that, and that kind of brings up – it's kind of like bringing up all the energies. Um, but, yeah, just breathe through it and focus on, like, what's your throat chakras as well, people, when you're, when you're trying to deal with conversations. And if you're finding that it's you've got a cough in there or you've got a tickle in there, um, what is it you're not saying and also refer to what are you not listening to as well. So, mm. yeah, that was beautiful. I'll take a photo of that and we'll send that through. And um, I like again, that. Tamara. I like that message. That Lovely. Thank you so much, Anita, for having me. Cool. Thanks a lot. Beautiful.